Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. A happy Rosh Hashanah to all of our Jewish and Hebrew friends. Very nice. I, I didn't really know what it was. That's uh, one of my friends on Facebook posted um, about that it being the Happy New Year. That's so right. it's the Jewish New Year. They get two New Years. Chinese get two New Years. Italians, do we get two New Years? Do we no. need two New Years? I wouldn't mind two New Years. Two fresh starts? Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll look into doing something like that. Okay. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog, where they're talking about Pixar Fest um, and different ways that you can celebrate Pixar Fest. That's right. Who knew that Pixar Fest started on, on September 1st? I did not it know was that. In, it is in full swing. Wow. Um, it is going to be a month-long celebration of all things Pixar. And uh, they're going to have weekly activities, digital activations, a Disney Plus virtual film festival, which is nice because Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about finding all the films. Right. And uh, Disney also announced that they are teaming with the Starlight Children's Foundation to design Pixar-themed Starlight Hospital wear inspired by iconic movies. And they've got a picture of some of the new Johnny Coats that Mm -hmm. they're making. It's pretty great. uh, Which are adorable. Uh, So Pixar Fest, let's see. Um, well, they got a whole bunch of streaming stuff to watch together on certain nights, and uh, I don't know that I would go that far. I mean, it's it's a cool idea, a Pixar Fest thing, but I really thought it was going to be like they were going to do some special things in the parks, or I don't know, something like that. That's not what it is at all. It's it's all no, they're doing some things on Instagram, but if you're also in New York City, you have an opportunity to go to an open air mini golf pop up experience inspired by Pixar. That's fun. Uh, and that is 18 holes, uh, 18 interactive holes of mini golf. Pixar Putt will make its uh, way around the nation throughout the coming months, so you can check that out. And, of course, there is also... Merchandise. A, a, no, a Pixar Fest, uh, Pixar Fest prize uh, oh. uh, sweepstakes. And merchandise. And, well, yeah, and, of course, there's <laughs> And then, of course, there's merchandise. Um, but, uh, yeah, so check it out. Disney Parks blog. Uh, just uh, look up Pixar Fest. Okay. All right. What do we have next? Um, They are kicking off their 30th anniversary at Disneyland uh, Paris in six months. That's right. Disneyland Paris opened on April 12th, 1992. So they wanted to let everyone know that they're just about six months away because they're going to kick off their 30th anniversary on March 6th of 2022. It is going to be a host of special experiences across Disneyland Park, Walt Disney Studios Park, and the entire resort. And you know who's at the center and the heart of the celebration? Mickey Mouse? No, cast members. Oh. And if you are a fan of the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and the Haunted Mansion, uh, they have just released the 20, 20th anniversary version of the Haunted Mansion Holiday Gingerbread House. Um, it is, uh, I guess they're calling it uh, Franken Ginger Frankenbread House or a monstrous mashup uh, because it incorporates elements from 20 years worth of uh, gingerbread houses. Uh, so that, well, I guess 20 years, 19 years of gingerbread houses this year makes it 20. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, do you like when they do the the overlay? So it's an oh, so it's an overlay on the haunted mansion. Right, they do the Jack Skellington Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Oh, I thought that, well, they actually did make a, a gingerbread and house too, right? The, the are, gingerbread house takes the place of the birthday cake inside. Oh, the on the table, scene. correct. Okay, the but then they scene. also do a gingerbread house overlay. 
No, they do the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. And so what's an overlay? An overlay is when they take an attraction and lay stuff over it. Okay. So that's different than I thought we were talking about like the projections no. that they, you know, no, project they, onto they buildings. Do the, they do the gingerbread house on the terror, Tower of Terror <laughs> in Hollywood Studios. At Christmas time. Yes. It's very confusing. So how many Dapper Dams are there? <laughs> Twelve. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Um, yes, so uh, this is the 20th version of the uh, Haunted Mansion gingerbread house. That goes on the table that in the Haunted Mansion. That goes on the table mansion. to replace the cake <laughs> in the, the ballroom. All right, are you all confused enough now? Yes, so this is the gingerbread Frankenhouse. Very cool. All right. All right. Um, Let's head over to Disneyland. Yes, in Disneyland, Tarzan's Treehouse um, has been closed unexpectedly, uh, even though it's supposed to be closed soon anyhow for construction. Yeah, the Disneyland website actually lists it as operating. It is not on the refurb list yet, um, but it does have scrim up and uh, uh, construction walls. So no one knows what is going on. It did close unexpectedly back in 2019 when a limb broke, uh, or actually a, the bridge broke, um, and it, that was an unexpected closure. But there's no word... Mm-hmm as to why it is currently closed. But if you were hoping to go on that, you're going to be disappointed. That's right. And uh, I guess that's our only California news today. Mm, all right. So. Well, in Lego news, um, the beautiful uh, Lego Cinderella castle that is huge, um, there's actually going to be a smaller version of that coming out. That's right. This is, oh, it doesn't mention how many pieces. They usually mention how many pieces on the box. Uh, But they do have a miniature Lego Cinderella Castle, which is set to be released at some point in October. Uh, It is definitely not the same size as the gigantic castle that was released back in 2018. Um, But this one does include uh, a Mickey Mouse Lego figure uh, wearing a tuxedo. Awesome. Who doesn't love mice and tuxedos? (laughs) You know who wears a tuxedo? Sunny Eclipse. Sunny Eclipse. Now, many of you are saying, Tony, who is Sunny Eclipse? I'm not saying that. Sunny Eclipse is the performer uh, who plays at Cosmic Rays. He pops up every now and then uh, and plays some intergalactic hits. Well, he had been missing for a few days over the weekend. And uh, the good news is that he is now back and singing again. He's the best part of eating there. He is. I mean, if you try to stay too long, it can get really annoying. But, you know, you got to get in and out. And uh, If it's you fun. stay for one show cycle, it's yeah. good. Yeah. If you start repeating songs, it's Right. Then good. it gets rough. <laughs> um, they have uh, resumed painting of the Mad Tea Party roof for the 50th anniversary. That's right. The turret uh, was recently painted. Um, and now the rest of the roof has been painted uh, with some whimsical designs. It's not just the uh, light blue color anymore or right. teal teal blue color, I guess. Some pamphlets are being handed out at uh, Walt Disney World that talk about the retirement of FastPass Plus. That's right. We all know that this was announced last month that FastPass Plus would be replaced by the Lightning Lane. Um, but uh, tickets still have the FastPass Plus logo on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is a uh, pamphlet that just wants to let guests know that uh, it has been retired. So even though they want to correct the language on the ticket, uh, this service is no longer available and they're excited to share new ways to experience our theme parks in the future. So uh, that's the deal there. Okay. 
Um, some evening hours have been added to uh, park times through November 17th. That's right. These are the extended evening hours to guests staying at Deluxe Resort, Deluxe Villas, okay. and other uh, select hotels. Um, so Monday nights in October and most of November, uh, you're going to uh, be able to stay at Epcot from 10 p.m. to midnight. And Wednesday nights, you're going to be able to stay in the Magic Kingdom from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, and this pretty much goes from the beginning, from well, from October 4th through November 17th. Um, so they've, you know, there's probably going to be nothing available, or maybe they just haven't announced the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is one of the perks and benefits of staying in a deluxe or deluxe villa property. It's, it kind of might be worth it. Well, you know, that used to be available to everyone. Yeah, it did. And now it's only available to deluxe guests. All right. Um, the 50th anniversary name tags for cast members um, have begun being distributed. That's right. These are new commemorative 50th anniversary tags. Uh, they have the castle uh, at the top, and it is overlaid with the number 50. And then the castle and the trim of the name tag itself are decorated in the iridescent shimmer color. And uh, the cast members who receive them are are real people. They're not actors. And uh, Bobby <laughs> is very excited to have his, uh, his new name tag. Uh, and uh, let's see, do they include hometowns? They still do include hometowns. I think it's funny that in this picture here of one of the, um, the name tags, the woman's name is Earlene. Ah, yes. Yeah. Like maybe was, was Earlene. Earlene. Yeah. It just starts but with ear. So I think it's funny. Right. All right. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas Zero Shoulder Plush uh, is now for sale. All right. So who is Zero? He is the dog from The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. He's the skeleton dog, uh, Jack Skellington's dog to, to be exact. And uh, they now have a new shoulder plush. And shoulder plushes are kind of uh, a, a new thing that took off. I think Groot was the first Maybe, one. Maybe, yeah. And uh, they're just these small plushes that have a magnet uh, and then you put a magnet under your shirt and it allows the plush to sit on your shoulder. Uh, I know they have them for Baby Groot uh, mm -hmm. and now they have them for Zero. And those are both uh, those are available on both coasts, even though we're just mentioning this during the Magic Kingdom uh, story. Yeah, I think it's actually more fitting in um, Disneyland. It probably is. And then we have uh, we're going to move over to Epcot and we've got some big news there today. We have an opening date for the creation for the creations shop and for Club Cool. And what is that uh, opening date? September 15th. That's right. And you know what? We can't have an opening without? Merchandise. Exclusive merchandise. Uh, they have the new Epcot Light and Color Collection, um, which is uh, looks like it's uh, uh, really designed after Spaceship Earth. The, yep. uh, yeah, it definitely is. I don't know. What, what, what kind of design do you call it? It almost it's, looks uh, like stars, but you know the... They're like the geo... It's a geodesic dome, but I forget. Oh what, my goodness, you're getting so complicated. I forget what uh, what those actually are. I don't know, but it shows um, one like the hat shows like the you know the point of the points, points of, of light. light. So do the stuff. ears. I think the ears might light up. Um, but yeah, no, they're very nice. That's right. I'm just looking forward to Club Cool. I know, so excited. That's right. And speaking of Spaceship Earth, they've begun uh, testing the new uh, lights that they put on there uh, because Spaceship Earth is going to be a beacon of magic during the 50th anniversary celebration. So they've added all of these points of light on it and uh, they are testing it. The points of light uh, do change color. Did you watch the video? Yeah. Yeah, they change color. It's uh, If you have teenagers or young adults, um, you know that all the kids put these uh, lights up around their rooms 
Um, they're what? Um, like LED? LED, uh, like, like light strips. Like, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it looks like a disco in their rooms. And that's exactly what Spaceship Earth looks like. It looks like a disco. It does look like a disco. <laughs> uh, and it, 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 it changed, changes colors Very instantaneously. Fast. Yeah. Uh, it is very cool. Uh, but this is going to be part of the new celebration, which will allow the park icons to light up uh, because the four park icons are beacons of light. And they might not, the, the video we saw is of them changing color very quickly. Right. They might fade it in might and out of color. Or, yeah. Maybe they'll do half at a time. Ooh. That would be know. exciting. It's amazing, though, what you can do with lighting right now. It is. And it's so cheap for the kids to be able to put them all over their rooms. Right. Okay. All right, let's head over to uh, Alpha Centauri over in Animal Kingdom in the Pandora section uh, where we're very excited that the Build Your Own Bracelet or Necklace station has returned to the Wind Traders store. Yay. Yeah, this is one of those things that has been um, uh, It was suspended for a while, COVID, yeah. Just like getting the minerals or the rocks mm-hmm. or the they don't want magnets. Touching everything. Yeah, they didn't want kids digging into stuff. But now they're uh, they're back and you can assemble your own necklace once again. Yay. Uh, you've never made me a necklace. I can. Next time I'll make you one. You can. All right. Thank you. Uh, and in resort news, we're finally, uh, we've finally gotten the monorail station opened. Oh, good. Uh, we've got the uh, Port Cochere open at the Polynesian Village uh, Resort. Uh, but what we don't have open is the entrance is like still the, not. The front doors, uh, you mean, like? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the updated entrance is not yet open, uh, so you can't go through the front doors of the uh, Great Ceremonial House, um, but they are working towards that, uh, you know, to complete that very soon. Um, but it's amazing that the uh, monorail station is finally completed. It looks very festive. I think it looks a lot better than the old one. Mm, it's beautiful. Um, it's got the orange and red decorative and uh, decorative wall panels, and uh, I I think it's kind of stunning. It looks very it looks very Polynesian. It does. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to that being fully completely done with no scrim anymore. Yes. Disney Cruise Line has extended their temporary temporary final payment. Um, and their cancellation fee schedule through March 31st of 2022. That's right. That means if you have a cruise scheduled on Disney Cruise Line, they have extended the final payment until 60 days prior to sailing in unrestricted stateroom categories. Um, Normally, it's at 90 days, uh, so you get a 30-day reprieve. And uh, the cancellation fee schedule has been suspended as well. Um, so instead of beginning at 119 days, it begins 59 days prior to sailing. Okay, good. Um, that's always nice to have that extra flexibility. It is. Um, Marvel's Shang-Chi broke a box office record, um, which we know, but we are now wondering what the next weekend is going to bring. That's right. We are. But uh, I think the big news here is that it made $90 million over the four day weekend, uh, which is a Labor Day record. Do you know what the previous record holder was? I saw it somewhere. I don't, though. It was uh, 2007, uh, the movie Halloween. I believe that was by Rob Zombie, uh, which made $30.6 million. So it made almost three times what the previous record holder uh, had. Um, So a little bit of controversy on Shang-Chi. 
I'm a big fan of the fact that this is being released exclusively to theaters for mm-hmm. a 45 day window. Yep. Marvel has not yet announced what's going to happen when the Eternals is released in November, if they're going to go with an exclusive theater window Mm -hmm. or if it's going to be the simultaneous hybrid release. Right. Um, Personally, I'm a big fan of the cinematic experience, uh, but I I get the fact that some people just aren't comfortable being back in theaters yet and that not all theaters are open. Uh, All theaters are open. Uh, Not not all of them. Where are the theaters not open yet? They're, They're not open everywhere. I mean, there are some theaters that were small and weren't able to reopen, but, like, I don't think there's any places in the country where theaters aren't open. Uh, we'd, we'd have to look at that. We would, because I would like to be right. So what do you think? Do you think that uh, we should get back to the uh, cinematic experience yeah. and, and have a, a delay before stuff shows up on Disney Plus? Absolutely. Even if it's not a long delay, even if you still have to pay for it when it comes out, you mm-hmm. know, even if it's, like, the first weekend is, you know, exclusive to theaters and then, you know, the following week or weekend, you know, it opens where you can pay for it on Premiere Access. But mm-hmm. that first weekend should definitely be just for theaters. You have to, I mean, throw the theaters a bone. They're barely hanging on. Right. Yeah, I, you know, when Black Widow came out, I think it dropped off. And, and most films are doing this, is that they're dropping off 60 to 70% on their second weekend uh, because they are available on, on a streaming service. Um, now, the uh, CEO of the North American Theater Operators Association, uh, John Fithian, um, uh, believes that Shang-Chi will have a better second weekend than Black Widow because it is an exclusive theatrical release. Yeah. And I think that Shang-Chi is getting a lot of positive uh, word of mouth type, mm-hmm. of, type of press. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yep. It will be. We'll, right. be, we'll be watching. That's right. And in other news, speaking of streaming services, uh, Disney, which owns a majority of Hulu, uh, is going to be raising the prices by $1 per month. Um, the ad-supported tier will cost $6.99 a month, and the ad-free tier will uh, be moving to $12.99 a month beginning October 8th. Um, and, uh, you know, that's that's tough to do. It's, it's tough to get people hooked, and then you raise them. Uh, you know, a dollar every now and then. That's what they do. But uh, we've seen Disney do that before. They did that with Disney Plus recently. Um, And uh, Hulu has 42.8 million subscribers. And, uh, you know, they're they're a big-time player. And they're also part of the uh, bundle that Disney has with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. They are not changing the cost of that bundle. Okay. They are leaving that at $13.99 a month. However, that Hulu has ads. Right, okay. All right. Um, McDonald's is going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World with their um, Happy Meal toys. That's right. They're going to be giving us their own version of the Fab 50. Uh, they are going to have 50 uh, uh, fifty figurines, I guess. They're, they're calling them never-before-seen never figurines, uh, each, fig, uh, each featuring a different fan favorite from over the years. So uh, some of them will be dressed in iridescent fashion, and you can bet that's going to be Mickey Mouse and uh, Minnie Mouse, because I can see them right there. Um, But it it looks very, very close to the same set of 50 characters that we've seen on the Fab 50 statues. So, uh, you know, if you're one of those guys that that hunts down toys or girls that hunts down toys at your local McDonald's, you've got 50 of them to get. The amount of people who are going to come in, do you have the Mickey? Right. You have the dory? <laughs> Thank goodness we don't have to deal with that anymore. Well, it's not for the kids. Those aren't the people that collect them. Right. 
It's, it's uh, it's, adults. Yeah, it is. I was going to say crazy adults. Well, a little bit. Yeah. Um, speaking of crazy adults, if you want to be a part of the 2022 Plan Disney panel, uh, just once again, a reminder that the window for applications opens up online on noon and September 9th and uh, closes at noon on September 14th. And the company is looking for a diverse mix of real guests. So uh, I'm hoping that uh, we're able to get Cheryl's online application in uh, on time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in order to, uh, let's see, there are three rounds. Uh, there's a short answer question period, a video submission, and an interview. The current panel for 2021 has 35 members. All right. So good times. I don't think they want me. No, why not? Because you're too critical. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're not, you're not critical. You're real. That's what we call I'm a little it. too opinionated. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's uh, jump over to Universal for our last story. Okay. The Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle, that nighttime show, is going to be returning on September 18th at Universal Orlando. That's right. This is a nighttime projection show, and it has showtimes nightly from dusk until park close. Um, it's a castle takeover. I love it. It's ominous. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's It actually, well, it rivals Disney stuff. The overlook. Um, well, I guess we can't call it our way. The projection, projection. stuff. Yeah, it does. And the music. It was, yeah. it was really it's good. It's very well done. The only problem with that is there's no good viewing <laughs> area. Well, no, there's good viewing areas. There's just no good viewing area that isn't in the in path, path of of everyone else who's trying to walk right, by. Right. You find this great spot and you're standing there and, and everyone finds these great spots and they're standing there and it's just along a walkway and yeah. anyone who wants to pass by can't move for like the eight minutes that this uh, projection show is on. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, then until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Uh-huh.